0: What's the crack? Welcome to the Air Force podcast. Today we are going to be watching the following game. Kieran's here, I know. Here around the kitchen table. Team selection. So, yeah, I was way well. off. I thought he would try and go for Amrabat and Mount in midfield, and instead we're about to see Scott McTominay play in midfield with Christian Eriksen. What's the thoughts on that?
1: Well, I had the same thought as yourself. And I said, I sent through my predicted team. Um, I got three wrong. I wasn't expecting Matamaya and Ericsson. I thought it was Kevin. Nobody was, I don't think. the way we said the same on during the week. we like, what was that line up?
0: Do you know what's irking me the most? We covered the podcast or the podcast, God, you can hell and the cold my head's much. Uh, we covered the press conference yesterday and Eriksson spoke vividly about routines and the need to get players back in and play, you know, consistently. And arguably our best midfielders, I would say, are the two that he brought in at the minute. Fully fit Amrabat and Mount, but he's not playing. Why do you think that is? Why is he so reluctant to put Amrabat and Mount in midfield again
2: today? I think the formation or the game plan was the long ball that he was talking about. Yeah. I think this would be evident today with that midfield. And that back he way. said he plays
0: the long ball when you play a high-pressing team like Manchester City. So is he conceding that he can't play football against Fulham, so he wants to play the long
2: ball? Looking at the formation, looking at that team selection, yes. That's there. I no, mean, I think the man's just devoid of confidence. The team's devoid of confidence at the minute. Do we think he's going for the boys to trust him? Yes.
1: Partly yes, especially the 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 interview that Scott McTominay gave. I think just showed that he he's backing the manager. And like you know Like I said He is United Through and through He knows he'll work hard He'll work hard For the team And we've, we've criticised So many players So far this season That their lack of running And effort
0: Yeah
1: And I think yeah.
0: one made the point yesterday That Sophie Amrabat Was potentially carrying an injury When he came into the team So yeah. he said if he is carrying That injury That Scott McHomley Should hold midfield That he put Amrabat On the bench I just hope that's the reason um, that we're seeing this today. But I just don't have any faith in Scott McTominay and Christian Eriksen playing a different style of football. I'm not saying I don't have faith in them as individual players. I'm saying the way he wants to play the game this season, that balanced possession-based game. Eriksen possibly with a passing. Scott, no. And then if you have Eriksen in midfield, you need a really well-versed in midfielder, but Scott McTominay is
2: not. He's not, but I can see him sitting very deep today. Mm-hmm. He's going to have to sit deep because Christian Eriksson no, defects he can non existent. No. He's also
0: facing Paolinia and Andres Pereira, who are very good tactical players in their own right and full of running. So he's going to have to be deep to hold midfield and protect his backline. Another big shock, and hopefully it's because of the illness, is that Johnny Evans is in again. We know we're in a Yeah. I
1: thought yeah. I thought Fran would have been back today. I picked him to be alongside Maguire there. So I was, that was my big, I picked Rhonda to be in my starting 11, so that was a big shock to me Unless He's just not fully. Yeah, i
2: fully fit. I wonder yeah. if they would be super cautious with for, um, I think they are. Him back. I think they have to be, because. Until, until it's absolutely necessary. Until he's absolutely 100%. fit yeah.
1: Fighting fit. I'm not, No niggle, no.
2: No, because he keeps breaking down all the time. Yeah,
1: I agree. And yeah. now he came in with an injury as well,
0: so you just don't know. Maybe and it's a fitness issue there are yeah. some players where they're sitting on the bench
1: today. And I think with Martinez out until the new year, and it looks like Casemiro out now as well. I don't think he, he can afford for, to bring Rush Verand back into the team today against Fulham. And then...
2: Too many long... Breakdown. And then
1: and then what? will go out for months again if he brings it back too soon. And yeah. then we're up.
2: Because like it or not, if you're Harry Maguire in, Harry Maguire out, Brown and Martin is are the... Are the two. Are the two defenders that we go with.
0: I also think it's a case of the Champions League game that's coming up. I think if you are a manager in dire need of keeping your job and you want to endear yourself to the board, the following game is a bit of a damp squib in that respect. If you eke out a draw today, that's fine, but you need to beat Copenhagen. If you want to have the board on your side, then you need to bring in commercial success in Manchester United because we know the current regime is all about commercial success and it it will cost Manchester United a lot of money to get beat by Copenhagen and drop out. Out of the Champions League, yeah. Yeah. So I think there's one idea. yeah. 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 Now he won't quite admit that. He says tactical and he played the long game. But I do think once I seen that squad, um, I thought, oh, I think you're happy with the draw there. Now, if, realistically looking at that team, I know I'm being really negative, that team should be Fulham. I
1: was just about to say that to you. Really. Like, yeah. I think realistically Fulham. I know Fulham are at home, but they're not. They're not great this year, and we're not either. But that team should, on paper, beat Fulham. Should. Sure. Shut, yeah. which is the word we've used, yeah. How many times <laughs> <laughs> and how many losses to this no, year? Gate s- the get
0: optimism it. at this look,
1: yeah. And the run games we have coming up,
0: yeah. I don't think Scott has been but for all of you. I don't think Scott has been bad, um, in the past few games. He's full of effort, he's full of running, he's a very busy player. He gives you absolutely everything that he has. I just don't think what he has in that deeper position is good enough. No, mm-hmm. I think you nail him on, he's a 10, which yeah. I've never seen before, but. When you look at him playing as the and he gets in amongst the goals and he creates opportunities. That's I get. The big worry today, I think, is going to be if they let Pelinha and Pereira run at the midfield. Ericsson, we, we have seen it in games before, he offers nothing defensively, no. Nothing. And if you leave Scott isolated with Pereira and Pelinha running at him, Johnny Evans and Maguire behind him, that's the issue, start.
2: The only thing about Johnny Evans is he's great at organising the defence. Yeah. And Maguire is good at keeping his position. If you want... If you're going to sit deep in, which I think we are today, and break on the counter. Now that's just, I'm guessing here. But you want two defenders who can sit deep in. You are out defenders Yep. That will hold that back line. I
0: would go as far as to say that this is that defence's level today. I Absolutely. Think, yeah, I think playing Fulham, yep. and you look at the players that Fulham have... This defence should be good enough to keep Fulham out today.
1: Yeah, and we've all mentioned that, I think, yeah. in various podcasts. Mm-hmm. It's alright having Maguire in your squad, players like that, of that elk, but it, they suit games like this.
0: Yes, yes, because Fulham are going to come in, I think Fulham will try and be physical with Manchester United. Johnny Evans doesn't show you the physical save, but Harry Maguire lives for it, loves it. No. Um, Scott McTominay loves a duel. Once you start trying to rough spot up, that's when Scott comes alive. Mm-hmm. He he loves it. He feeds off it. Really he really feeds off of it. He will just get stuck in and muck around. And and do you know when I watched the Manchester United game back the Newcastle game, we were very passionate. Casemiro, memory, they were just so passionate in the midfield. Early yellow cards, picking up silly fouls, yeah. silly free kicks. Do you think
1: it's a byproduct just watching Casemiro this season compared to last season? Now, one I think it was Casemiro's first season in the Premier League. Yeah. Now I don't know what your your guy's opinion is of the refereeing and the officiating and the bookings in the Premier League compared to La Liga and the yellow cards and red cards get dished out. Cashmere didn't how many red cards did he get playing for a hundred?
0: Oh, for a point, do you think he's afraid of the discipline?
1: I Very think it does, it does, how many he he got he getting picking up cards last season he missed in two different spells, I think if I remember correctly. Yeah, for the mm. two reds. Two, two reds. Study, yeah. Could be psychological, then. Psychological. Then? Yeah. Confidence. The team's not playing well. I don't want to risk another red card when we're not playing the need me here.
2: Yeah, yeah. and then Fear, all the, the negativity on social media are letting the team down. Yes. They're disgraced to the bad. Yeah. Blah, blah. What are you doing? Isn't it a sad of
0: for that we regard the Premier League as the most physical league in the world? Although it's going to be rough when these players come in. You know, it's going to be tough on them. There's tackles. We even talk with certain combatting players ducking them from your league because they're afraid of the physicality. And you cast coming in from La Liga, where I have been guilty the in the past of calling a ball, they intercepted don't it, make tackles, mm-hmm. and you have a lad coming in now. And if your point is right, he's looking at that going, "What the hell? What do you, I have to do, you, do here? Touch him? You know what I mean?" So it's it's a mental it's also show. as well. Yes, is. I think I've seen something on
1: twi- uh, Twitter there or X if you want if you want to still call it that. Um, Anthony Taylor, uh, referee over that doesn't seem to like United has got demoted to the Championship. He
0: got dumped to the Championship. Did he? Not yep. out of time. Yeah. He get so dumped in the championship. So, I don't think reminds me um, a wee bit of uh, all of the names escape you me now. This this small fellow. I, I know you're. I know you I know you're thinking of. Is it grey, No,
1: he no. was the he was the VAR. Yes. Referee. Give, oh, give, yeah, yeah, yeah
2: That give the penalty he, against us yeah. there. But when he makes the
0: decision, he seems to make a lot. Make It
2: was all about him. Mike Oliver's oh, the same Mike Oliver
0: has almost like a grin on his face when he gives a big decision against United he yeah, it. now it's not it's not just United thing but there's certain players seem to live for it United court i made the point before that I think certain teams really really dislike Manchester United because we have a few absolute not to dig but a few absolute yaps in our team who really read it up and it's only human nature and when you're coming into a game I'm sure they're sitting in their referee's box right now thinking oh my god he's going to pitch a game. this is going to be tough and you know what as soon as he starts his yapping just bug him and he brings it on himself for Fernandes. He yeah, does yeah. every come to this point of view. But score predictions now seen the theme. Kieran.
1: I'm going to be the the eternal optimist. and positive in the room, and I'm going to go three one United.
2: One each. Do you know?
0: I'm actually optimistic. I think I've talked myself into optimism with this one. What? I think that Manchester United squad oh, is too good for Fulham no matter who's on the pitch. It should be too good for Fulham should now on style of play and the way we've been playing recently I have no reason to say this but I think you need a big form 2 to today I don't think score
1: uh, there has to be uh, I think something's got to give yeah is the phrase with Highland in the Premier League he's done well at the Champions League so far he runs his heart out he's been in positions like you mentioned earlier I know Rashford's injured today but Rashford seems to be the one to find him Granatio did ping a few balls in during the week I think if be to try and implement that same getting the balls in the box Hoyland will get on a couple of them
0: I think I think Rashford is a better player than Garnaccio yes. I can't shirk sh- sh- away from that no. Alejandro Garnaccio I would say would take instruction better than Marcus Rashford yeah. Rashford yeah. has a really defined style of play in himself and he plays that way every correct. time
2: correct 100, 100
0: yeah. now I don't know if he does or he doesn't I think Marcus Rashford is I've seen him be interviewed he's very shy I think what you're seeing is a bit of the Anthony Marshall effect, where I did like when people would turn around and say Anthony Marshall's body language and his attitude is terrible and and he's a so... Some people are just very withdrawn. And to turn around and analyse somebody's body language is a
2: footballer. Get fucked. What are you, psychologists? psychologist? Well, uh, answer me this. If Gernacho smashes it today, does he keep Rashford out of the side? Oh, God, he has to. But
0: that leads me on. After the score predictions, heroes and zeros, I'll go first. I think the hero today... Will be Harry McGuire. I think Harry McGuire keeps for of best today. I think he shines through and through again. He's gonna have a really good game. My zero today, and it's not because I don't believe in the lad. The lad is a brilliant footballer. He's a super talent. But I think zero today might be Alejandro Garnacho because I watched the Newcastle game and he's had a lot of excitement with zero product. It's a lot of fluff. It's a bit like when I used to watch Anthony Marshall and I'd watch Anthony Marshall dance and think, "Oh my God, there's a player there," and then see him in front of that and be like, "Oh fuck." This, this is a striker that can't score goals your main function is to score goals dancing on the half line or dancing out wide and dancing your way in is exciting and gets you on the highlight but you're not a goal scorer and I think at the minute Alejandro Bernacho is the same it's a lot of fluff without in product. who's your hero who's your zero
2: my hero Um, is Howell mm. I think he will score today today's the day today's the day today's the day, today the day. Yeah. my zero and I don't want to dig him out because he's in the wrong position for me. But it's Scott McTominay?
0: Yeah, it's torn between Scott and young Alejandro. I'm only saying Alejandro because I don't believe he's going to have an impact in the game. But yeah, Scott McTominay worries me.
1: Kieran? Macero, I'm going to be the same as during the week. Diogo Dalla. I don't trust him.
0: Oh, we didn't even cover Dallo. Left back. Now, I asked for Dalla to play left back know, because he's a or 2 evils in than
1: I just, after the, the during the week there, I have no faith in him. Yeah. And the amount of balls he gave away he made us look terrible. terribly mm. Newcastle look brilliant on the counter-attack um, but that's the uh, we, whole I think I got a bit heated the, the last time d- got with him, him but d- yeah Dara was definitely my zero for today but m- hope, I hope he proves me wrong he's um, against
0: Harry Wilson today yeah Harry Wilson is a, a player from what I've seen who has fixed starts some days he's brilliant mm-hmm. some days he's not well. hot and cold. Yeah, he does yeah. hopefully today he blows a bit cold because I, I 100% agree with reason. you I think the old allo is a liability. Yeah. The lesser of two evils between him and Rulian, not fond of Rulian, but there's just... Diff- it's a defensive liability. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad to see Aramon Moussaka oh, back in 100%. 100%. I didn't even cover that, but... He was um, shakalad
1: so into Because William doesn't have
0: the pace he used to. No. If you have to face up against Aramon you're going nowhere.
1: Even if you're at your best.
0: Yeah. You have to face that lad. and You don't get beyond him with pace. You're big.
1: You're not, you're not going, no- you're going nowhere. You shall not pass. Who's your hero then? I'm going to agree with you, Jacqueline. Rasmus Highland. Yeah. I think today is the day.
0: I really want you to be right. I have so much hope for that lad. He's a brilliant footballer. He's it's got it in his locker. 110%, but it's going to come a day where we're going to have to sit down and seriously look at him and think, you're the striker, you should be scoring. All the hope and all the talent, and all the potential in the world yeah. should not be keeping you on that pitch if you can't score goals.
1: But I think it's a lot. It's For his age and his experience, I think it's a lot of weight to put on. I think he needs another another
0: back and up the season as well yeah, then, uh, yeah. it gives me kick off we'll be back at half time hopefully a positive half time i'm really hoping this doesn't drain the life out of me because i'm already suffering with a cold and this could just put me right under. <laughs> positive.
1: positive vibes positive only positive. guys come on <laughs> I'm I'm got pretty. this let's go folks
0: season half time. and we're back half time descends really bad half and two bad lots is all i can say about that one thought <laughs> well, the goal shit
2: it's for a start, that'll
0: dominate the headlines, but 110% is just that Favora are a joke and we know they're a joke. But let's for the sake of the conversation, let's take the all-dominating free kick out of it. You need yeah, to create nothing. So poor again. Garnacho, Anthony, nothing. Ireland, feel for, for that lad. You can see it starting to get into his game. Nothing. Bruno Fernandez, nothing. So Rashford isn't pitch today, folks. What's
1: the problem? I think it's just a poor it's a very cagey first half I think both teams aren't doing well on the scoring front Um, but I can still draw more positives from that first half than I can against, during the week against Newcastle and Bonnet City, catch, and City. Step
0: out, um,
1: and Oh yeah well every team knows at the moment that we're not playing well we're vulnerable and we're not we're not scoring. So every team knows that. So they're going to... It should suit us if we were, anyway, switched on.
0: It's the recurring problem. We can't keep the ball. There's no fluidity in the passing transitions in Manchester United. You know, and it's hard. Christian Erson was anonymous in that half. I think he's on the control of the ball with his passing game. Yeah. Himself and Bruno Fernandes didn't link up once there. Scott is playing higher up the pitch. And he's doing really well in breaking up the opposition play and every shot in the ball but then we give the ball back to Fulham so what's the
2: point? That's our problem
1: That's the problem exactly We,
2: we can't keep possession we can't we, we can't look after the ball more especially in that midfield you're right they keep giving possession is too easily turned over by any opposition strong, weak, indifferent opposition it's way too easily turned over
0: the midfield is an issue today with not being able to keep the ball, but where I've seen the most turnovers come from is the right and left. When Garnacho and Anthony get the ball and Aaron Mabasaki is out there with them with Dallo pushing forward, who's straight back into Fulham's hands.
2: Well uh, I don't agree with you with Garnacho, but I do agree with Anthony has yeah. been dire.
0: I checked before it came on here. Garnaccio was giving the ball away four times out of six when he's trying to take people on there in that first half.
2: Did you check Anthony?
0: No, but we were talking about Garnaccio, you said you disagreed with me and Garnacho. That's a what? That's
2: so six. why did you pick that? Um, That's <laughs> not agenda? Because uh-huh. I said
0: that the ball has come from both wings, and then you said back to me that you wouldn't agree with Garnacho, which is why I'm pointing
1: out Garnacho because I don't have to point out anything, because I already pointed out both. No, sorry, sorry. sorry, we pointed out Garnacho has had some, po- has more, lot, more positives as yeah, half. his have.
2: defensive duties are on point as well.
1: He's done well defensively, he's set, now you said, oh, I'm um, not
0: saying
2: just Garnacho, I'm saying both.
1: Do you know? But, but I'm, what my argument is, Garnacho has. Have, have, usually, he's not as great starting, but the first half he's done better than most. He's played some good balls into the box for shots on target, so he's creating opportunities. And he did assist that goal that should have stood. That should have stood.
0: Oh, it should 100, have. percent. 100, right? Standard warranty, no, I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm
1: not, I'm not saying that. I'm. You're saying looking for positives. You're saying both wings are shit. I'm saying to you, Garnacho has done far better this half. He's been one of very few bright lights in that first half. Scott McTominay. On Scott McTominay.
0: Yeah, Scott McTominay is very good at busting the ball and getting the ball and putting the ball in possession. He's got himself in like, some good positions, but all of this positivity and stuff that we're trying to find, you're reaching and clutching for positives out of a very dire performance against a poor team. Overall, that's muck. That has been muck.
2: I, I agree with you to a certain extent, but in our position at the minute, you have to reach for positives. Yeah, if they are and positives to reach for, Garnatio was a positive, and Scott McTominay was a positive, and we haven't conceded any goals, and that's a positive.
0: Yeah, I would put it to you if Scott McTominay and Garnacho's first half performances are positives, were in trouble. Because I would say the best player I've seen on the pitch in that half, arguably, was William. Fulham's ageing depleted winner who seems to have got the better of us on a few occasions. He's dipped in. He's looked for crosses. He's looked for a few things for the shot. He's made the shot. Aaron wan seems well, well, to... What's
1: he done? Has he assisted a goal or has he... No, not yet. But
0: there's he, no know, expectation on Fulham to assist a score. No, we you're then. saying... <laughs> Manchester United.
1: Yeah, but you're pointing out, William, there, he said one one or two wee cut-ins. Big deal. They were wide. They were covered by the keeper.
0: Oh, playing. But this is Fulham. We're talking I mean? about a lesser team. We're talking about Fulham, who are putting it up to us and playing arguably better than us. They had more opportunities. But we're watching it on USA Live. Townsend called it at the end of the half. If Fulham had goal scorers, you may know, have been Fulham. So what has to give us fools in this second half where we're gonna see a difference in us being the superior team as we should be against Fulham?
2: Well I'm gonna say something contentious here. Fulham's our level now, whether we like it or not.
0: Yeah, I agree.
2: We are not we're not at the level of Man City or oh, Liverpool, Newcastle. Mm. Fulham is our level now.
0: I tried to, th- to put Manchester United ahead of Fulham today before we started. I thought that team was good enough to beat Fulham. But watching it, it is. it's tough. It's so tough to watch.
1: It's the state of, state of of ours we're in at the minute.
0: Do you know what I mean? But could he change it in the second half? Does he bring players on? I Do think we it, rotate the team
1: again? See, we pointed it out before the game came on. We weren't happy with that midfield. Yes?
0: Yeah, under 10. Right.
1: Still not happy. So, yeah. We're not happy with the midfield. But apart from Scott doing what he does further forward, yes. Eriksen was absent. We weren't happy with the midfield. Mm-hmm.
2: I would
1: hook Eriksen off. I, yeah. Myself and Jacqueline pointed on yourself. I'm sure you said as well, right? yep. At Hook Eriksen. He's non-existent. He has the pass. Fair enough. But, as in if there was a change to make at half time, I would make that change and I would take Anthony off
0: yeah yeah I think Anthony needs to come off he's brains. been
1: too he was
2: show- very petulant at the yes. end to see that kick out at the end compared to I know- it's the showboating gravity yeah we, we talked about this during the game myself and
0: Kieran we're saying it to each other you showboat and you do those tricks and tricks when you're in form when you're winning games or when your, or in, when your yeah. team is up when your team's in form
1: like yeah. we're playing at the minute I know that like we're not. it wasn't good overall but we're playing with our heels down. Mhm. Agree. Yeah. You know, I would agree. I would disagree with Jacqueline there and say, like, Fulham's on our level. At the minute, the at, way present. at present, yes, the way we're playing, yes, but United, in form, confident, would blow that thing away. Oh, well,
2: absolutely! But unfortunately, but unfortunately, we're not. Yes, we're not.
1: Which is the state of probably what, what you meant is what. I think. Was meant. Was meant.
2: The two competitors for
0: Manchester United this season, realistically now, watching this team and watching what we've seen so far, are Aston Villa, Brighton. We need to find a way to compete with those two teams this year because Newcastle are above us, Tottenham are above us, Arsenal, Liverpool, and City don't bear talking about. Um, but those two teams below them, the two teams I would say that are in the lower Arsenal the big six, would be Tottenham and Newcastle. Yeah, they're nowhere near that. Even fully fit and. Oh, I
2: disagree with you about the fully fit part. If we had all our players back, then I, I in my opinion you'll see a totally different team. we can
0: kinda living off this excuse though, isn't it? It's the same I thing.
1: That it's, work, not it? an it's,
2: excuse it's re I mean, it's reality. The, right. It's the fact. only main defender we have at the minute who would get who is start first team starter is Aaron Mogesaka. Evans and Maguire are not. Um Dalo is not. See
0: before the game started, we were sitting here and we were talking. Positively, about how that Manchester United team should be following through? Yes, they
1: should be. So, how are the injuries then an issue? In, not, I, I wasn't blaming the injuries on today. Yeah, but we're talking now about Manchester United
0: having their fully fit team back and being able to compete. So, why is this? Yeah, compete high, higher, being higher up the table. Back. Higher up the table. Yeah, but why is this team not being competitive? What's I, the issue today?
1: I said this to you two minutes ago. I said, it's the comp- The way we are at the minute. This is our level. We're playing with our tails down. We're not playing well. We're getting off the back of 2 3 0 defeats. And, yes, this team should be beaten home.
0: Do you know I would take up Burnham Fernandez as well? I think Burnham had a really clear half there.
1: Oh, that that just that pissed me off. Who do you need to put
2: on it? Mount for a start. Mount. bring Kobe. Penestrate.
1: Penestrate. Kobe would be... He gets to gets, gets, gets the byline and puts the ball in.
0: Yeah. I don't think this is the game for Kobe, maybe. I'll tell you why. Because Manchester United are struggling today. And to bring that bat in Manchester United are struggling, if he struggles then in this half, then... Would you go Amrabat? Amrabat right. can't do any worse than I seen from Christian Eriksson and Mason Mount cannot do any worse than I seen for Bruno Fernandez. So two lads on yeah. a couple
1: of picks. Amrabat for Eriksen. Mount for Bruno. Yeah. And I'm gonna call. I would
0: put Lestrion on for Anthony. Anthony.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'll it. Granacho wants to stay on, and
0: the options are rashford And I'm hoping I'm not taking Granacho I'm hoping he does something. But just it frustrates me when you watch both of our wingers a and there's nothing coming from them and then we're trying to reach for positive and say, Oh well you know, he played the passing for the goal. I totally can see that. But running in the back of a free kick is bread and butter for anybody that plays in the wings. You know, it's not exceptional. What I want from Garnaccio is I want Garnacho to turn and face his defender in this half and just go for it. I, I agree. Just go. I'll see Rashford's gonna start over you anyway, lad. So don't be afraid to make a mistake, just have out
1: just use your burst of pace yeah that's all I want to see him do this half that's the only thing he didn't do that half was use his burst to yeah, pace yeah I think and and, a good first half and try and go around a few take-ons and
0: well obviously the statistics show lost um, lost out on the take-ons uh, which he has been doing recently but again it's probably a good
1: point yeah, it's a confidence thing all they're all locked down yeah like we've seen it when, when they walked out off the pitch against Newcastle head down that we need go cap. yeah we
0: we'll here one quick question before we, we pause for the second half confidence is an issue at the minute that's grand they're walking with their heads thing. is it on the manager then to get them back up and if so why is he not
1: part, like it's part to do with but when you're going through what you need it's going through at the minute it is hard you need a good result yeah, yeah. To, to pick yourself we do we need a result is like
0: like, Bradford not meant to be that Although I would say that we had the Bradford game and then we went into two horrific uh, yeah. positions, you know, if and we had that moment of brightness and then City. City kind of humbles. us where we are. Yeah. and Newcastle. We would say
1: us. with our team. Yeah. Um, again, I'm not. I don't. I'm not coming back to the, the team and all the rest and what, who we have available and uh, all that stuff. Um, but
2: I think the bottom line is we should have a squad. Yeah. That can compete with anybody, but at present we don't. We don't. Yeah. We'll
0: stop it here. We're going to watch the second half and then we'll be back post-game. Please, please Manchester United, for the sake of my Saturday don't do this. Don't ruin day. our my, my, my <laughs> up, my, I have Monday off. I have long weekend. Don't and ruin. Please it. please, give it a break. It should have been a goal. Refereeing decisions and stuff will kick up because that is, I would say, we could have spent the whole of that second half and how it's for it
2: has been this season. Many, many times has, isn't it Webb that's over the referee and, Yeah, I mean, many times he come out this season already and apologise to teams. Yeah, we'll Uh, talk
0: about it after the game. Right, folks, enjoy the second half, folks. Bye. Full time, Manchester United one, Fulham nil. Bruno Fernandez with an individual brilliance,
2: stolen at the end. What do you think of that? Well, I am relieved that three points were gained. Thought the goal was brilliant. And I'm glad 3 got his assist because I thought he was very good when he came on. Sure.
1: Yeah, I would agree. hundred times a I'd say we all agree it wasn't the best game for the neutral football fan or for lovers of football like ourselves. But on the overall spectrum of the game, we got the right amount of points today. Not the right way about it, but we got them.
0: I what stage do you think that style of football... Is
2: going to change. I keep repeating this again. We're going to keep yes. the same. Yes, yes. It's not. Yeah. Will when you it, get that backline back, yes.
1: When we get our right first eleven consistent, and you know the goals will come. I think you know none of the strikers are scoring. Fair enough. Bruno got his goal today. Hopefully that does him a bit of good. Yeah. Even though he was shocking, we were all calling for him to come off. But again, moment of brilliance moments
2: moments moments
1: FC he, he took it down Pulisari done absolutely brilliant and because of him Bruno got his goal but Bruno took it well done it well and he finished it well and you know if VAR had, had wasn't against us in the first half we've been sitting here with a 2-0 win and you'll take that all day long especially where United are away from home and in general the last 4 or 5 games
0: okay. so he dropped his new signings the to the bench, to play after statements he yesterday that, that he wants, <clears honest, throat> but he has a defined state of play. The defined state of play is to keep the ball at the possession of this game, and he played Scott McTominay, Christian Eriksen and Bruno Fernandes. I would assume now, having seen the game, because he believed these are the people who have been here the longest, and these are the ones that I'm coaching, and we will show them how we want to play football. Did they show us how they want to play football today? No. Why?
1: I just well, I think we both covered it in the, in the halftime analysis. There, uh, Eriksson was absent. Yeah.
0: Now,
1: usually, a team opposition like this is where nine nine teams out of ten Christian Eriksson excels. Agreed. I, I, I want, yeah. Agreed. Yeah, I
0: would agree.
1: Teams like this, yes, usually, but I don't know. Put this off to it, he didn't play well today at all. I wouldn't have had Ericsson on that. I would have hooked him off earlier than he did, and he did eventually take him off, and we looked. I think we looked a bit better, yeah. and, and pass my more, more energy. Yeah. I think yeah. I, know, I noticed a few patterns, of, positive patterns of play. Um, I don't know if you were too busy being your ne- negative, Rory. No, uh, just notice it. But I was watching here. I noticed a few, few sequences that looked better. One, two quick pass football, um, amongst the unimpressiveness of the both teams. I noticed a few positive moment sequences myself.
0: My take on it is that I heard a manager come yesterday and say that his style of play and his ideology for playing football is to keep the ball and possession-based football and a team high presses as you go long. Then what I see Manchester United do today with players that he has had from the start of last season is give the ball away and passes the play, look completely lost with each other and look strong together. Scott McTominay, Christian Eriksen, Bruno Fernandes portrayed a midfield that had never played the game together before and that I believe is down to the coaching. What is happening on the training pitch where Scott McTominay, Christian Eriksen and Bruno Fernandes look so poor against what I don't believe is a top level midfield in the Premier League? Like, all I want to see from this manager is what he is trying to do with these players. And then when it comes on to the football pitch, I'm seeing players that don't look coached. Now, maybe I'm getting this wrong. I'll happily throw my hands up if I'm getting it wrong. Christian Eriksen was absent today. Scott McTominay was very busy in midfield, he won back the ball brilliantly, he was putting the effort in, playing higher up the pitch, playing as a sort of in, in sort of the ten room and he did all that brilliantly. But when Scott McTominay, Christian Eriksen and Bruno Fernandes were tasked with finding each other with passes, playing triangles of play and actually trying to play through Fulham, they couldn't do it. Why is that? Is that because they're individually not good enough or am I missing
2: something? Well you said it yourself, having played together, that's not our first team midfield those three boys have been at the club from last summer
1: that's irrelevant
2: yeah
0: so they've played for a year and a half together but it's irrelevant but right, you have Scott
2: McTominay who's who's played further up the pitch in his last games, so the last few games except for today you have Scott McTominay who's played further up the pitch in his last couple of games yep now, and then he's asked to do the defensive he the didn't have midfield
0: today Christian Ernst midfield Scott did not
2: well, I'm watching the wrong match
0: then. Yeah, Scott McClomney played higher up the pitch today. He played as a fan again today. So my question is... But there
2: you go again. Christian Eriksen as a defensive midfielder. Does, or there was no defensive midfielder.
0: But he had mm-hmm. Sophie Amrabat and Kobe Maynard in the squad. He had Mason Mount in the, squad. Kobe in Manu the is squad. just coming back from injury. He can't play well, Kobe Maynard in a game like that. He had Sofian Amrabat to put him in field today. And he chose... His selection was that he wanted Christian Eriksen to sit deeper to allow him to dictate the play of the game and Scott McClomney to play higher up the pitch. So again, back to my question: Why are we seeing Scott McCombie, Christian Erson and Bruno Fernandes really struggle to find each other with passes?
1: But do you think, as you mentioned, is that a necessity? Is he has he got one eye on Wednesday? So we think it's a selection issue then. Do you think so?
0: No, I don't think. It's, I think yes. I think he has one eye on Wednesday. One hundred and ten percent agree. That's why you get yep. like these players. Yep. But I think these players would be more capable of playing a better style of football if they are being coached properly.
1: Ericsson's not a holding midfielder.
0: No, he's not. I'm Scott,
1: Scott McTominay is not a midfielder,
0: but I, I think Christian Eriksen is a what I would call a, a kind of deep lying playmaker. Where Christian Eriksen looks good when he's I mean we seen it each into the, the Champions League game against Copenhagen yeah. and where did he play? He played deeper. He played really deep in midfield where he can dictate play and he can dictate pass and pass the play and he plays the ball for brilliantly. Yeah. But why can Christian Eriksen? who's a brilliant passer of the ball. Bruno Fernandez, who we all think is a great sister of the ball. And Scott McTominay not find a cohesive way of passing through
2: teams. Bruno Fernandes was very, very wasteful today. He was. He scored an excellent goal, but his short passing was shocking. Yeah. Absolutely shocking. And that throws everybody off rhythm then. When somebody who continually loses possession through passages of play throws everybody's passing game off.
1: Now, are you going to turn around and blame Eric Ten Hag for Bruno's passing game?
0: I didn't see Christian Urso or Bruno Fernandes link up once and I think if you even anybody who has played Saturday League football you know you go on to the training pitch and you do a couple of running drills and then you go into five on five matches seven on seven matches and that's how you're for the game but you still turn up and you still have an idea in your head of how to find your teammate especially if you play midfield and what I'm seeing here is a midfield that consistently looks lost and it didn't cost us the game today Bruno Fernandes, Produced a moment of individual brilliance to win the game. I thought the defence was very sturdy today. Following half chances but nothing clinical. No. Even during their spell, they were reduced to shooting from outside the box. I was 100. really impressed with the defensive yeah. style today. I agree with
1: you, 110 there.
0: But attackingly, Manchester United looked yeah. And I don't think it is down to the forward lane not scoring goals. I do not blame Rasmus for today. No. If I was Rasmus Howland, I would be absolutely disgusted at my teammates' football. My question is, wasteful. is it individuals mm-hmm. at the minute, or is there something going wrong with the instruction?
2: I think it's more individual than collective.
1: I think so. I think so too.
0: So would you give rid? We had a midfield today. Of Scott McTominay, Christian Harris and Bruno Fernandes. Were what components there do you think are disrupting the passing and the fluid play?
2: I already said it. I thought Bruno Fernandes was very wasteful today.
0: So would you take Bruno Fernandes out of the team?
2: Personally, yes, I would. To play.
1: I'd give my. To, to play go. might i give Mount a go number 10. He's a 10. I think Mount has a good short game. I
2: think Bruno... Good energy. Fernandes. Sorry to cut a sorry, question, Ciarán. Sorry right. But um, Bruno Fernandes has not started the season well no. at all.
0: No. I think his pass was shocking to
1: no. it. I think the best Bruno has played uh, this year is when he came off the bench, sadly.
2: Yeah. There. And that is
0: sad
1: that is sad to say yeah did you agree?
0: yeah I mean he's the game winner today it was a brilliant goal for a yeah. individual brilliant Bruno Fernandez had a very very poor game and yes he loses the ball a lot but it's those attacking passes that he plays that he can't play right yeah. you know, he's constantly looking for the attacking passes. when they it's come off, off. Yeah. when they
1: come off
2: oh they're spectacular Boy, yeah. yeah few and four between though this season
0: what I want to see from a possession-based monitor, from a man that comes out and describes his philosophy in football as possession-based football, I want to see a midfield that can destroy teams. I want to see what Pep Guardiola instills in his teams, what other coaches can put in, which is really neat triangles and passes to play. Brighton do it brilliantly. Brighton keep the ball so well, and when they played Manchester United, they wouldn't let Manchester United onto the ball. But they aren't better players than Manchester United, they're just being coached that wee bit better at the moment. And that is what I'm looking for. I think it's the point of trying to constantly dig out something is going wrong in training at the minute, where these players are coming on and looking lost in the game. They're not that bad footballers, but for Christian Eriksen, Bruno Fernandes, and Scott McTominay to have a full season under this manager and now another eleven games, I just think it should look better. It should. The ideology and the philosophy should be in now. The Eriksen way of playing football in the midfield should have shown through today, and it didn't. It was dark. Now, if we're going for individuals, Anthony was shocking today. He should not get back into the Copenhagen game. It
1: should be given to Pleas. give it to Pleas. Based on his cameo today, hundred percent.
2: There's exactly. a bit of fight in palestrian. No, um, he, he lose, Well, Anthony does the same if he loses possession, right? Yeah, fair play. But I'll give him he that. showboats too. And mm-hmm. I think we discussed at the start of the game. That showboating's fine if you're he, two yeah. goals up. That showboating's fine if you are playing the possession based game that you can string passes together we couldn't string any passes together today in that midfield it was shocking
0: and I think that that is the reason why Eriton Hague defending Marcus Rashford Anthony and he hasn't had to defend Rasmus Weidland yet but that's common because Weidland isn't able to find goals but again I feel really sorry for Weidland because in football I believe in the modern game the entire catalyst for you being able to get the ball higher up the pitch as a winner and in Packers comes from a really fluid passing and moving midfield Jürgen Klopp was criticised for it last season at Liverpool. His forward line were excellent, but his midfield was shocking. He has changed the midfield this season, and you are seeing a more free-flow in Liverpool, because the triangles of play between the newly assembled Zabalasai and Ryan Gravenberg at the moment are amazing. Gravenberg and Zabalasai, he just has them clicking, because that's the way the Klopp coaches. It's quick passes, it's quick transitional play, and then you, you come to Manchester United, who have been together now for a full season under and Haag, and now for 11 games and I set like it apart but where is, where is the quick playing possession based football that you're describing in your press conference I know you want to play it but simply picking a team and sending it out there with the instruction to do this is not enough it needs to be coached into these lads and I worry for Eric and Hag in the long term if this is the standard of football because I don't think bringing defenders
2: back in mummy is, is going to solve that oh I think it is I think that's where your quick pass play comes it starts, from. It starts, it starts there. starts from them. We brought Andrea and Nunn in for what? Because David De Gea can't do the sweeper keeper role. And the passes. But Andrea and can. So therefore your defence is higher up the pitch, really sitting in the midfield. We can't do that with Johnny Evans and mm-hmm. Harry Maguire because right. they have to sit deep.
0: So. If Ferran
2: Martinez come back in the team that pushes the team up the pitch to the midfield is he able to operate higher but yeah we can see that. But our is shocking as well to be quite honest. Yeah. You, can't
1: have one, you can't have one or two doing it. No
2: you can't have one or two doing the rest. not doing it. They have to press as a unit.
1: Um, I don't know I think going by for the seller he wants to play I don't think he has the players fit at the minute. And the choice of sign- signings as well. I think, I
2: think he, Luke Shaw is a big miss. Yeah Big miss. And I tell you what, I think Luke Shaw is a big miss for Marcus Rashford.
1: Yeah, they have a brilliant partnership. They
2: had, you know, they were overlapping game after game. In sync. And Shaw has been, and then when these players come back, with their long-term injuries, they have to get up to match fitness. Mm-hmm. So it's not just automatically back in and they're performing at 100%. Yeah. But, so, I think by and words we're saying the Manchester United players
0: in that team that need to be replaced, Yes. 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 To replace them, we're obviously gonna to have to make signings. It's not just about injuries coming back. Yes. Yes. Part. Yeah. Do we trust the man with a track record of failure in the transfer market to actually pick the right people to come in? Because I have seen Christian Eriksen today, who albeit was a free transfer, but only Christian Eriksen. Stop. To that stop guy. gap. Yeah. How yeah. you think? Anthony is awful. That will probably go down as Artyag's biggest flop. He is the James Sancho of the Artyag era. It is dire to watch that lad constantly flail about and act like a patching child when he comes off the pitch. Andrew Nana, I think, is brilliant team. And O'Nana, again, showing the flexibility. Oh, and look, I'm, I'm, too, I'm too. sorry, what,
1: what, what were we all saying about O'Nana the first four or five games of the season?
0: Yeah, I, I can see. But O'Nana has played himself in four. Anthony what, has what? had a full season. <laughs> a full season. Now, Anthony is one of the most hated characters, I would say, amongst the Manchester United fan base. Now, simply because he's not good enough and he costs so much money.
1: Well, I would argue most players have been dire this season and last in Anthony's first season he showed flashes in games of brilliance and potential and is he's is, is still at a very raw age he's 21 as well
2: You look at our starting 11 today, right? How many of them are first team players?
0: Anthony, Hoivland, Bruno Fernandes Onana oh, Onana oh,
1: yeah, but that's yeah.
0: it. First game
2: back, that's right? it. What's that, five, yeah. Three or four. The rest are squad players. Oh, I don't
0: know. Who, who is a regular starter that you could say definitely is on the football pitch? like I watched Manchester United everything that we play, and the man spoke about routines, and he spoke about having to have the right players on the pitch to play themselves into these routines. But he chopped and changed at the end of that. Now, i do concede i think he has one in the cup and he because yep. if he's out of the Champions league he's in real real trouble because one thing that our owners will react to is a lack of financial yeah. compensation for being in europe and right. the lack of tv money and if it costs us that then that'll raise phone calls from america if it? yeah. anything that might get involved but i do worry about the state of play because we're talking about manchester United having their regulated start 11 together but like I just said Bruno Fernandes is a starter but you're calling for him to be dropped and i back you up on that. I? I think Bruno Fernandes doesn't need dropped again. I think his progressive play is awful. Based on that today. Yeah. 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 Now, remember he played the other night against Newcastle I don't think he covered himself in glory. Mason Mount can play the 10 role, but Mount has kind of been off all the season. So you get the point made. Like, Who is Manchester United's start 11 based on what we have? And I've watched the HD realise do you realize, know what? These boys are out. I made this point In game, and Kieran Reichfield turned right and said, You hey, can't say that you want players to play in form and then drop on Fernandez. Concede that, I agree. But at what stage do you pick your 11 and say, These are my 11, this is the boys that are going to get my playing style right, and play them on the pitch? Mm-hmm. I think we were right, I think we nailed it today. I think Scott McTominay and Christian Eriksson are his go tos because they're his guys and they backed that manager the hilt. And after his press conference yesterday, he wanted to show that on the pitch, and in my opinion, he failed. So, I suppose there's a question for you. Goalkeeper, who's your goalkeeper? I mm-hmm. don't know. Yeah, that's a good on, I think yeah. he's deserving. it then. Left back? Luke Shaw. Is Shaw injured pro now? Or is he just unlucky?
1: I think he's very unlucky.
2: Yeah, I do.
1: Just for I he's just very unlucky.
0: He had a, yeah. a string.
2: But I tell you what, assess that. And if he is injury-prone, then it. get rid of him. Yeah. yeah. He's a, Can't we, afford to carry players and things. the
1: inflated wages at their own. I think that's why you wanted to sign power.
0: Possibly because um, Pavard Power play, Pavard play he's he's anywhere across the back. Yeah.
1: I think what Ten Hag likes to do is have his outfield players, all of them, that can play versatile any position.
0: Yeah, you've seen glimpses of that. When you watch the old Doll playing the right hand side for Manchester United, he plays very wide. Yeah. Um Armand Basaka played as the inverted right back there, also almost the Joshua Kimmich rule where he comes in and plays a third midfielder, mm. almost like a holding mid. Now there were glimpses in the first half that that almost cost United you know, because Dallo has been playing in a similar role where he goes way up to help the attack and then all of a sudden Harry where gets isolated with the left winner, which is an issue.
2: Armand yeah, yeah. did the same. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then, unless you have your, unless you have quicker, more mobile centre backs like Martinez and Varane fully fit on the pitch, that is going to be a risk. Yeah. Trying to play like that.
0: So centre backs, who's your left side centre back? I say is Martinez is cemented. Uh, Martinez and Veron, they're the partnership. But this is sorry. This is the point that I'm trying to bring into this team, right? So Martinez is cemented. Shaw cemented. I Luke Shaw definitely good enough. Mm, Quest over injuries Andrew Nana, and 110% yeah. then when it comes to that right centre back
1: aware, is Raphael
0: Varane good enough to be the out and out right sided centre back for Manchester United or do they need to buy someone
2: oh they definitely need to buy someone even if he's if, if you're saying he's good enough can he stay fit for a season or even half a season
0: exactly so there's one saying United you know, need a centre back then you're out right onto the right back Aaron wan for me is not good enough to start for Manchester United. He's a cracking backup and he will really suit certain games where you're you're not looking for an offensive but You just want to shackle left wingers.
1: I think you need a what's the word? a Kyle Walker esque. Don't freeze. Don't freeze. Yeah.
0: I yeah. need yeah.
2: some <laughs> yeah. You know, oh, You that. know,
1: just it has that X factor. Yeah. Going forward on like defence but duples.
0: They can do both. No more compensating attack for defence no. or defence for attack with Dallo no. and one with Saka. See that's where Moodmanov ship Dallo to bring in the right back. So there's two signings right? Centre back and right back. Yep. Holding figure We have Casemiro and we have Amrabat. Questions over Cas and his age, lack of legs, questions over Sophie and Amrabat who hasn't adapted really to the Premier League. Is either of them to a starter for you? Or are you replacing the whole the midfielder? For me,
2: so I would stick with Casemiro.
1: Yeah.
2: I would persevere until well, the end of the season yeah. and then assess it. Well, no. It's yeah. not priority.
0: I'm, I'm talking about Eric playing style and the players that he needs and why he can't do it with the current squad. So is Casemiro going to be able to play Eric high style of play and does he get the United playing better when he comes back in?
2: I hate to sound mm. like a broken record here, but once that back line's sorted, then assess that there's
0: So Casemiro's good enough with the back line, I think.
2: Well it? he was really good last season. Yeah. He was very good last season. With um, Ferran and Martinez behind him.
1: I think they comp- complement. Yeah. I, mean, I think we've covered it as well, especially with the Martinez that comes forward into the alongside Casemiro and there is the team push up.
0: Yeah, okay. Good, pa- uh, good
1: passing games, but I think give Casemiro the benefit of the doubt for the time being.
0: I would say it's Casemiro, Mount and Fernandez, agreed.
1: I would, yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. What has to click between Mount and Fernandez to get it right? What's going wrong there? I've seen them try to find each other in the end today and Yeah, I think so why keep harping back to no, training but- and coaching and whatever. But no. those two boys are not fighting each other. They're right. so far away from each other. Because they're
2: occupying the same position on the pitch. But they, that's fine.
0: If you occupy the same. So, say largely uh, does it at Liverpool with Ryan Granmer. They've gone forward and they take up 10 positions. But they've built a very quick chemistry between those two lads. Man City does. Man City almost playing with 410s at times. But the 410s are able to eject the ball in and around the box and create openings and score goals. So, I want Michael Fernandez to be able to do that. But something is just not...
2: It's just not clicking at the minute.
0: Yeah, it's just it's going wrong. Do we think that that will eventually come good? Are they too similar a player? Maybe does one need to be on the bench and the other start?
1: I think it can it can come like I said, my my point earlier. Um, it can come with confidence, time, and games together.
2: Yeah.
1: I think it can. Be on the pitch. Yeah. Yeah. I think the next one of games. Um, if I was the manager, um, you know, stick them all together. You have Luton. You've Everton.
0: Yeah, coming, coming up. International, break,
1: international yeah. break, Copenhagen, Everton. Um you've a chance to get revenge on Newcastle. Yeah. And then you have Chelsea. Who are not as dire, doing, as, we as, as, dire as we are at the moment at th- uh, at times. So they have the chance to get games together in now. Build a partnership. Build it that's what it is. Yeah. Partnerships.
0: Yeah, I agree, and you know, I picked um this leads on so the midfield is the midfield. This leads on to the left. Corner. I picked Alejandro Goncalo as my zero, and I got it massively wrong. That boy was so bright in the second half because he looked timid in the first half as if he was afraid to make a mistake, and then when the game called for it, and he knew that the final twenty to twenty five minutes were there, he went for it, and that's what he should do every single game from the start. No fear of making mistakes, no fear of losing possession. I know Tim wants to keep the ball and be pragmatic, but if it goes to him and he fails to get beyond somebody, just let him keep trying it. Because yeah. it will immensely come. He, he looked the bright spark before the goal, he was the most likely
1: And I think um, we are, we're all big fans of Luke Shaw. One of the things Luke Shaw does so, so well is the overlap. Yeah. Yeah. Dragging offenders out with him, allowing Rashford, allowing Garnacho to cut in, go in pass players and shoot.
0: And do you know what? If Marcus Rashford. Is going wrong because he doesn't have Luke Shaw. Then, as much as I am a fan of Marcus Rashford, he shouldn't come back into the team until Shaw is fit. If it takes Shaw to get Rashford playing well, then you have to play Garnacho because what Garnacho did brilliantly in the second half is when Fulham were in the ascendancy. God, he put in a shift. Yeah, he was back. I don't
2: think Garnacho doesn't deserve to be dropped. Not after that performance. I
0: don't think. so. I think he really put in a shift there today. Um, now it's only Fulham. But I think he deserves a start against Luton. he's after a shift like that at such a young age, I don't know if he will play against Copenhagen because it, they'll want to protect him. and They'll want we to, to witness. Win. Yeah, um. no injuries. But he definitely deserves to be the starter when it comes to the Premier League games. I if we're gonna play a regular 11 in the Premier League games, so he has to start. Um, Anthony and straight I don't think there's even a question on this. If Anthony wasn't hundred million pounds spent by Arsenal now, he would not be in that squad.
2: Take away the price tag. Yeah. Yeah. Take away that price tag, and he doesn't get anywhere near it.
0: Bless you, but he was brilliant. With me tomorrow, and he—he's the an one that just works and works and works. He fought tooth and nail from the
2: opportunity
0: to play for it okay. but, but he's
2: a tidy wee player, and he's an intelligent yeah. wee player.
1: Has anybody watched him for Uruguay? Does no. he does he play in eighty minutes? Does he?
0: I watched the highlight. And I watched the highlights and the whole game of him against Brazil, and he was very great. He was awesome. We also loves him for because he does what be tells him to do. Yeah. He runs like a dynamo. For nineteen, I don't think he does the same amount of possession, but Peleski has given us more in possession. Yeah. Because, and this was a really frustrating thing I picked up with this game. See, in the Newcastle game, I think I said this after the Newcastle game. How many times did you need to cross ball into the box for or shot It was like the tactics were whipped the ball out. and why didn't come into the team today and they didn't do it? They all of a sudden, we're back to playing possession based football. It was so frustrating. I think Fakuno Palestri is a brilliant crosser of the ball yeah. and he's a very selfless player. Thank Anthony you. is on the pitch to try and score goals for himself. Yeah. Marcus Rashford is on the pitch to try and score goals for himself. Garnacho is on the pitch to score goals for himself. Give Hoyland Palestri, who will work for Hyman. Yeah. But he's a team
1: player.
2: He is a team player. He's a yeah. very, very good, skillful team player. He is. And he should be given more, more chances.
1: Yeah, and I think Rashford is in his defence trying to do as like you pointed out where yourself, the three goals Hoyland has got two were assisted by Rashford
2: but see this is what they need to do whoever's on those wings and I know they're not wingers right mm-hmm. but they need to assist the striker they do instead of going for glory themselves yeah. they're,
1: playing, they're playing like left forward and right forward they're not playing like left wing and right wing
0: yeah it was the first thing of Petsons today from Rasmus Friedland when he came off and he had every right to be because I'm Spestition. sure going oh, in frustration. he really thought I'm being taken off here but you guys are not giving me the ball. You're not even giving me an opportunity to try and create a half chance here.
1: Well, he he almost did for for his strength and his, his um, brilliant the attributes he has. He almost forced one for himself there. Yeah. In the second half, which was like fair play to him. He you know was using his strength and his mobility, his pace. You know, on another day, he had a shrug one more, one more, got a shot away, could have been a different story. But he couldn't wouldn't. He, It would have been for himself, I think, you know. And it's a tactical Um,
0: decision by Onaljor because Garnacho is a left winger who shoots with his right foot. And Mark Rashford's the same, isn't he? And then you've got Anthony who plays in the right right hand side, who cuts cuts in to shoot with his left. He's
1: left-footed. Yeah. So he's not right-footed at all. The cross. So the the
0: tactic there is to play with inverted. They call that the inverted winger, the player that cuts in, creates narrow opportunities, and scores goals. But our mom's actually can't cross the ball, so if he overlaps, he's not going to cross. Mm -hmm. Today, if Dallo overlaps he has to pull the ball back on his right foot so those players I don't think are built for assisting or Australia he's
1: not going to put Anthony out in the left no he isn't but I would love
2: to see it he did play Anthony out in the left in a match
1: I think the swap did the swap over or something during the match during the match to get across across, and it was
2: much better
0: because he's not selfishly cutting back and trying to create that goal scoring opportunity yeah and that's a constant feature of Anthony's play. He gets roasted on that side because he doesn't take people on, but it's because his first thought is to cut back in to create a scoring opportunity for himself. So he's he's a very selfish player, Anthony. But that's the way he's built. And our manager is buying. known that when he signed him. So now that you have Rasmus Wigglin in, he needs to set the bench for a player that's got to whip the ball of the striker. And I agree. And I don't. Think we can go up top. Rasmus Wigglin needs help.
1: Yeah, I think it was. There's been. Yeah. And I've seen a few stories this week that they're looking for a, an experienced, half experienced, that 20,
2: 20,
1: 29 30 year old striker. That yeah. I think um, Ben Yedder was mentioned, a striker from Porto. Ben a decent
0: striker. Yeah. Just, just was very striker. Yeah. And a, a, a very good striker. Yeah.
1: And there was a one Brazilian striker, I can't mind the name now. There three names that were, I've seen floating around. Um, just to give him a bit of back up on help yeah I,
0: I mean it, back up and help is one thing when I say but, he needs help I would say he needs help from his teammates he needs his teammates to start creating opportunities for him to score and that is only going to come if Erickson makes the big decisions when it comes to the team selection and sticks with the team yeah. selection
2: yeah.
0: you know it, it's the rotation that's killed the stability I understand games are coming thick and fast there's a lot of there were a lot of competitions but he really needs to stick with his team selection so that has been United versus Fulham. It's a massive three points for him. It really is. It's, uh, with all he's had to face, if it had been a draw, it would have been such a stale result. it would have felt like a loss, <laughs> first play brilliant. That was pretty cool. Yeah, hundred ten. So we're going to be go back to the Copenhagen game. That's the next one. Hopefully, you feel inspired for the Copenhagen game. I
1: feel better. Smash this. One. Yeah, I feel I feel better than it is at the during the week there. I think the momentum
2: going into this game. Yeah. I yeah, I think is a lot nicer sure
0: to go into after a, a last gasp defeat to having to go and play two matches against City and Newcastle. Yeah. Yeah, so if true. you ever wanted to build a momentum, Copenhagen could be the one. It's a big game in the Champions League. It must yeah. be in the And
1: in the Premier League, the next one of the games, I think, yeah. is a chance to build those partnerships, go carry the momentum and push our season on.
0: True. And I think with the international break off the back of some of our players and their form and stuff so yep. they won't be gone on this next week <laughs> because they're not playing well <laughs> enough so that could be good yeah so thanks for listening everyone we will be back then on wednesday isn't it wednesday Wednesday. back on wednesday talk to you all there How
1: you go again thanks folks Bye,
2: everyone.